It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. comprehensive as it gets though uh, I honestly don't even think Everton got out of second gear 3-0 against Burnley um, very funny game lots of funny moments ranging from Dwight McNeil shushing the Burnley fans Jane Tarkovsky scoring Beto's cameo at the end and that run set up Ashley Young uh, just a really enjoyable dismissive performance from Everton we're into the quarterfinals of the cup. It feels good. Um, obviously, we don't know who that's going to be yet. Um, Looking at the scores here now: Newcastle, Fulham, Chelsea, Liverpool, West Ham. Look, they're going to go through. Uh, but we'll react to that later on in the boozer. Um, but just dead easy for Everton tonight. Um, Swat of the side, it's a, a team that came here playing in a way that. Probably think they're a bit better than they are. I, mean, I don't know what they're, they're all about, but um, it's not for us to worry about. Blues are in the last eight. Three uh, games, three games with a, uh, a cup final. Uh, and a few weeks ago, that felt like a long, long way away. Three games of football, but at the moment, that's five from seven now. Uh, 
the season feels like it's very much up and running. So we'll be back very shortly in the Denby Castle for everyone else's thoughts. But yeah, enjoy this from a very, very pleased, very positive Goodison Park. We are back in the Denby Castle. Uh, should have live reactions to the draw whenever that comes out. We're just watching uh, Newcastle celebrate a 3 0 win at Man United. So they're through. Uh, a few other big names through as well. Joining me to chat through that win, Mark Mosey, Ed McCosh, and Matt Flusk. And uh, Mo's just dead easy, that wasn't it, really? I reckon if Sean Dyche could have personally handcrafted what tonight's game was going to look like, he'd have probably picked a boring, mundane, routine, clean sheet win against a team who, pretty as it all was in the first half, had absolutely no cutting edge about them um, four days before another Premier League game obviously um, you know the ability to to hook Calvert-Lewin and make a couple of changes on what 65-70 minutes um, it all just felt like Everton didn't really need to get that second gear um, I mean that that's a damning summary of an opposition team coming to Goodison if Everton don't have to get out of second gear and beat you comfortably um, you know that, that are we good now we've won five and seven uh, well you know <laughs> from, from this particular point and a post-match for this one game I would say it wasn't it wasn't particularly good today um, you know in Everton's defence it didn't have to be and I think you know they obviously did enough to win the game um, the one thing I would say about Everton at the moment is that we are we are starting you know my, my big criticism of, of Sean Dyche has been all of the trademark Dyche-isms that Everton should be. We really haven't been since he came in. Uh, we, we do look really uncomfortable to play against at set pieces now. Um, the, there was, in particular, the second goal today, the, the point where Everton got that corner. And I thought, we, we look pretty massive here. Um, I'm, I'm holding back from saying Everton are massive because you'll probably <laughs> click that and use it as, as me saying we're back. Um, but we, we, we do look like a big, physical, dominating side. Uh, you know, Tarkovsky, Bramfway, Anana, amongst others who all look aerially capable. Uh, and, you know, that, that, that's, not, that's not everything that we want the Everton team to be, but we have cried out for a more pragmatic and a more practical side over the years. And, you know, from that point of view, we have got that. But um, certainly from a pretty football and, and a kind of, you know... What a, a cup game under the Goodison lights to remember that that was none of those things tonight but you know in, in everyone's defence it really didn't have to be Hey it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels so whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City go Kevin or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the Priceline app today your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I thoroughly enjoyed that. I don't think I've enjoyed a game of Goodison as much as that since Partey Borisov, the dead rubber. 
So we got beat one there. Yeah. But I enjoyed it because it was meaningless. We were already through to the next round, and it was very, very funny. And that was very, very funny tonight. I, I, clearly, with the selection, Burnley were not remotely asked. Clearly, with Dice's selection, he was. There were at least two changes there that didn't happen that I expected. So fair play to the man on that. I mean, it was just... We didn't even get out of first gear. We cruised. It was just... It was daft. It was physical. I can't believe... Did we even get a bucket in the ends? We had a lot of fouls, but no bookings. Possibly after we left. I said to Edge on the game, it's like the World Series of Daesh, that game, wasn't it? It was just... It was a purest wet dream. And... I just, I enjoyed every single second of it. And yet, the toughies are good. I'm sorry what they are. Like, I, I lost my head a bit because someone said they listened to um, a different football podcast run by a national newspaper where apparently one of the hosts said they didn't give us a chance against West Ham. And I was like, are you messing? We've already beat, we've already beat Brentford away. Like, it, it might not have been odds on for us to beat West Ham, but surely... Anyone with half a brain gives us a chance, given the stats we've done this season. Like, all the signs were going in the right direction. Yet, the points weren't, but the points are slowly coming through. Cup games are coming through. What have we now? Three games from Wembley? Is it two legs again on the semi? Three games from Wembley in a competition we've never, ever won. Sean Dice has the opportunity to make himself completely immortal by winning it. I, I nearly... I just had to choke myself there. I nearly said, even if we get relegated, but... I mean, that would be both immortality and infamy, wouldn't it, in the same season? But obviously, I don't think that's going to happen at all. Um, He'd certainly get his own brick on Everton way. <laughs> with, with a stain on it. No, no, but seriously, like, um, that's exactly how you want managers and teams to approach these kind of cup games. It wasn't really a banana skin. It wasn't really a tough game. We put out 90% of a strong team, plus Dan Juma. No cup keeper. And yeah, just, I just really enjoyed it. It was so fun. It was so fun. Uh, just for a bit of fun, would anyone like to guess what Burnley's XG was tonight? Oh, I know this. A magnificent 0.07. Which means that they were slightly more threatening than a light breeze. Uh, which is exactly what we want. It was so. What, what kind of chance are we talking about to have a next. What, what shot has it? It's got to be from like 35 yards. If you look at Pickford from 20 yards, you get, you get 0.05. One, one of those crosses where you think, hold on, is that dipping in? And then you go, no, of course it's not. That's, that's not what, what that one was. I, I enjoyed the hell out of that. It was just lovely fun. It, it was uh, very much a throwback to, to the Everton of old in that we, we could actually take apart a team that aren't as good as us, um, which was just really fun to watch. Uh, and obviously we're beholden to the draw, which will be coming up soon, uh, as to whether we've got a nice route through to the semi-finals or, or a tough one. Um, but we'll wait and see how that goes, because that could be quite decisive in our season. Um, but there's, there's hope again, there's, there's enjoyment and there's threat. And, and I think it's been spoken about plenty, but Dominic Calvert-Lewin brings that threat he, he brings that that glue up front that brings the ball down well brings other players into it we're just a different unit when he's there and I just I give us a chance of winning games and you look at Brighton now a few weeks ago we would have looked at a game like that and thought we are getting murdered and now you look at it and think it's an opportunity there this is a team that can't keep clean sheets against a team that's actually learned how to score goals 
and, and that's what we needed. We needed a bit of hope and optimism. And as, as Matt's alluded to, the, the pragmatism's there as well. So if we can piece all that together, I'm very optimistic. But uh, on, on a, a very poignant night, also poignant that Joe Royal was in attendance. The, the, the last manager to lead us to glory. And I, I think it's time he was replaced. And if Sean Dice can be that person, as Matt said, he, he, he won't need to buy a pint in Liverpool ever again. Um, oh, it's exciting to talk about all this stuff winning trophies <laughs> all, we need, all we need now is the draw for the <laughs> Bell Dave. Yeah. Uh, I mean we're probably going to have to do the draw a bit later it's quarter to 11 ridiculously I don't know I don't know why um, got to warm up the balls yeah <laughs> <laughs> aye aye um, but I suppose the, hard to pick out players really Mose like you were you were like outstanding tonight but um, I think it's probably the second time this season going back to to Brentford as well that James Tarkovsky has scored and assisted in, in the same game which for a centre-back is, is mad and it's weird like he wins everything in the box he's like a magnet to the ball in the penalty area be it our own or the opposition but I never look at him like you've got like a great leap on you or like you tower above other players he just seems to like find a find space find a way of like making space between the defender and then just like using his physique just to get over the top of people and just and just getting on the end of things and he, he's just so good at it isn't he yeah he's got a weird natural instinct for that kind of right place right time yeah. like he doesn't you know he doesn't spring does he or he doesn't he doesn't really attack the ball he's not like a he's not like an overpowering force in the air is he you know the 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 epitome of him in the air is that first goal tonight where as you say he's not necessarily Jocelyn with a, 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 a you know one of their centre halves and it's a relatively controlled and precise finish as opposed to battering it in the back of the net like you would expect a you know a Dave Watson of old or like a, a really old fashioned centre half goal. Um, if I was picking out other individuals, you know, just to echo what I'd said, I think all of the the narrative that Daesh fed us last year about letting. Dominic Calvert-Lewin have every single second that he needed off in order to to come back and be the player that he was meant to be. Um, you know, it was incredibly frustrating at the time, and we all wanted to go out and sign every striker under the sun to to bridge that gap. But th- this is, you know, nights like tonight. I think you know, it's it's not it's not peak Calvert-Lewin, and it obviously didn't have to be. But we're, we're a different force when he plays. You know, I I already. Every time I think about how good that lad is, I fear about him not being involved in the side. And ultimately, that is why he plays every single available game. You know, he'd love to not have to play him tonight, but um, Everton are only Everton when he is involved. Um, so, yeah, you know, long may his um, resurgence to form and also his, his, you know, obviously he'll be frustrated not to get on the score sheet today, but. Um, that goal against West Ham at the weekend was just everything you ever want him to be, isn't it? Just right place, um, one touch, and then you know one touch to get into the space, and then one touch finish. Um, it looks as though he's he's finally getting back to the player that he was promising to be before this kind of spell of injuries. Um, I I hesitate to even mention his name in terms of praise because I'm not his biggest fan by any means, but. I think tonight was probably the third game in a row where I thought Vitaly Mikolenko looked like a footballer. Um, you know, he did, he's basically doing a knee slide across the Danby Castle. <laughs> he, he did well in a difficult game at Anfield. I thought he did well at the weekend, and you know, again, you know, the the enormous caveat continues about tonight not being in any way challenging. But I thought he looked really, really comfortable. Uh, there's still massive question marks for me about what he offers going forward, but. Um, 
I think that there is a really comfortable and solid left back there and and ultimately you know to, to harp back to what we are now and the manager that we have we're not looking for a Leighton Baines to go 70 80 yards up and down the pitch every two seconds um, so yeah I thought he looked really efficient um, sadly the one the one player I will mention on a negative for me was Dan Juma tonight um, I think it, you know we were never going to make wholesale changes and he was obviously given his chance to, to shine. And I thought when we went 1-0 up against a team who obviously had no idea about how to score a goal, he'd obviously, he you would like to think have a little bit of freedom about his game and think, well, you know, I've got Anana and James Garner behind me. I've got a very capable striker ahead of me and our two regular wingers. I've got space in this number 10 roles to kind of be the player that I want to be. He went missing. Um, you know, I don't know what it is normally. The, like, Someone once used about Billy Letinov. He's the only player on the pitch looking for his marker. <laughs> there, was no, there was no Cobra coming out tonight. You're not, you're not a fan of the Cobra? Oh, he's more like a worm tonight, wasn't he? It was just... <laughs> <laughs> Utterly lifeless. Uh, I'm surprised he, he lasted as long as he did. But, um, you know, in, in the position he played tonight, which was essentially centre midfield, you know, he's he playing the, the highest of those three. There, there is now a lot of competition. And, you know, as much as we didn't need the Corey to come on and, and be game-changing, it, it really felt like a different force and a different Everton when he came on. Um, you know, we, we are obviously very heavily reliant on sort of physical presence in terms of the way we play at the moment, but even just capability on the ball and getting involved in play and link up, you know, I, I expect the player like Dan Juma to be totally different to the Corey in that role. Um, and I think the only time we've really seen that spark from him um, you probably look at the Doncaster game and, and little bits of the Sheffield United away game where you thought, you know, you, you look like a relatively exciting footballer. Uh, and yeah, we, we are, we're, we're giving him a, a, a huge, you know, a bump there. You know, it, we, we are still waiting for him to be, um, just to justify his kind of, his, his different position in the squad of being that player who can change games. And um, I'm, I'm just, a, I'm a little bit flat and a little bit let down about what he, what he contributed tonight. Yeah, I, I think I think you made some good points about Mikolenko as well, Moses. And I think Mikolenko is probably the best attuned to the way that Dice plays the game because he's asked to do a very, very simple task, not to sort of go too far forward, not to, to um, overstretch because he is somewhat limited technically. He's not the best, but he, he has benefited a lot from being told to stick in a certain position and play it. Dan June is the complete opposite. Yeah. And he feels like a Thelwell signer, not a Deitch signer. I don't think Deitch knows what to do with him. I don't think Dan Juma knows what to do in the system. And you can tell today he was, he was awful. He was, he was absolutely nowhere near the plate. Um, and you see players like Harrison and McNeil who would play themselves into the game. They would run back, they would come inside, they would fight for the ball, they would try and beat players. All of that sort of stuff. And Harrison wasn't amazing tonight. McNeil was pretty good, but not at his best. But they were involved. And you, you could point at three or four things they did and, and did that was quite influential. Uh, and Dan Juma wasn't a player. He's, he said before he likes playing up front, he likes playing on the wing. I don't know exactly where he thinks he's the best. Um, but it's certainly not a 10 role because, as Mose was saying, when Ducore came on, we, we all remembered why we liked Ducore because he was just heavily involved. Um, so there's work to do there but I must say it's it's very um, nice for me to think about Everton's depth we're worrying about players like Arno Dan Juma 
Yeah. Uh, and Beto, who I love, and he's still in his honeymoon period as far as we, I'm We'll have a section on him in a minute. Excellent. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it's lovely that we're talking about those sort of players and how they can ingratiate themselves with us. Uh, as opposed to sort of grasping tentatively for any old or extremely young player who happens to be on the bench. Uh, long gone are the days of having three or four goalies and wondering which centre-back we're going to bring on today. Uh, so, so that's a positive as well. I'm, I'm seeing all the positives at the moment because we're in a nice run of form and hopefully we'll be just as happy after Brighton. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'd like to see you Lonergan tonight. Up front. Why not? Make it even more fun. No, I agree with all that um, and said. And well, are we in the better section yet? Or? I just did back to Calvert Lewin actually. I, I think I brought it up. Um, was it earlier this week? Last week? Sunday. The the little things he does, the little bits of creativity, but real creativity, not setting up chances, but keeping things alive. And I thought of a name for it tonight. It's not a butterfly flick, it's a butterfly header. When you just see him come out your peripheral vision, off the ground, he just comes flying through the air and just goes like that. And the player's like, where did he come from? Uh, someone just describe what Matt just did for his audio. He, he just... Creed his neck and... It was, it was a kind of ALL spotry flop. But he creates his neck, but he's off the ground. He's already jumped for the header, but he has so much hang time. It's like he's moving horizontally through the air as he does it. And then he just does a little flick with his head and keeps the ball alive. It's, maybe that's why he uses the little, well, the little rainbow, he, uh, the little um, butterfly thing for the butterfly for, header. Before the second goal, he makes something out of nothing, doesn't he? Yeah, like, it's yeah, a long yeah. ball forward and he gets in between the two defenders and he, he, he squares them both up and he has a shot and it deflects and it goes out. But like that, you know, we haven't got another player in that situation, certainly not another forward who would get the ball there, make something of it and get us a corner. Like, that's just what he gives you, isn't it? Like a, a long, hopeful ball that we play a lot of, admittedly, yeah. with somebody else who's not as fast strong technically good goes to waste and they're back on the attack with him he's got the speed and the physicality to get into the position and then he can manoeuvre the ball he's smart enough to know when to get the shot off and like that just gives you a platform to either take pressure off or, or go and score a goal like we did tonight yeah we, we laboured for the best part of a decade with strikers doing what me and my dad called the yellow special which is lump the ball up they'll jump up win the header and flick it on to no one because they're the lone striker whereas Calvert-Lewin knows to flick it to the wings and it's, it's a very rare skill for a centre forward especially one of his size and his strength to be able to do that with such finesse and keep a chance alive it's, it, it does add a whole new dimension and to reiterate what Les was saying like at the weekend to me which I then repeated 
You're robbing all the last points on the podcast. Well, no, he wasn't on last week. That's the thing. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I told the listeners what he said after the, um, yeah, yeah. After the game of the weekend. That. Me, you piece you've got in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fed lines from Les. Les, shut up. <laughs> no, um, Les, we, we forgot for the longest time just how good he is. Yeah. And we're starting to see it again. And, I mean, well, better keep it quiet because Dave will be selling them soon. <laughs> just, just one last person, just because you've said forgetting how good people are. I think the biggest credit I could play to, to Jared Bramfway tonight is that we're not even mentioning him because we've just gotten used to the fact that he's just great. Yeah. Um, you know. No, no. Uh, yeah. Man of the match is a choice of ten players. Judges the ball really well, reads the game work really well. There was only one occasion I can think of where he even had to stretch out a leg to make a tackle. That was a brilliant um, tackle. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Um, he's, he's got that John Stone's ability to be utterly cool on yeah. the ball, even yeah. to the point where we're panicking. And yeah. I haven't seen that at Goodison since Stones and. You can see what's happening to him now, and yeah. I feel like Brantwaite's on the same trajectory. He he is weirdly flawless so far, yeah. even to the point where I kind of want to see him make an error just to see how he reacts, <laughs> because he look he just looks ice cold at the moment. But yeah, just to just to reiterate that, I think you know the, the biggest credit I could play is that you you just you expect nothing else from him anymore because he has very quickly cemented himself as being that guy at the back where you think, well, the other one alongside him needs him. Uh, and that's a, I think that's a massive credit to play to a to a 19 year old. Yeah. Uh, very quickly, we'll have a quick break, then come back for the draw, which is in 15 minutes, bizarrely. Um, well, until then, can't, can't we talk a bit about well, better? Uh, well, that's what I was going to finish off. I was going to say, is is, is better? Well, let's talk about the opposition and all have a nice laugh about how Jay Rodriguez and Nathan Redmond are still somehow professional footballers. Neither Burnley nor Beto can warrant 15 minutes of anyone's <laughs> time. <laughs> Let, I mean, Matt, has he got the potential better to be the funniest Everton player ever? Uh, ooh. That's a good question. Potentially, he is, he yeah. Is hilarious, isn't he? I, I think all those players over the years who have tormented us for other teams, who you know are just competition winners, jokes, complete journeymen, but they always score against us. I reckon he has the potential to be that player for everyone else. <laughs> so he's going to score against everybody? <laughs> yeah, over a six year career. <laughs> Over a six-year career, he's going to score four goals a season, all against different clubs, <laughs> and they'll all be winners. I don't think he'll score four goals for Everton. <laughs> no, I, look, I'm a massive Beto stan. I'm, I'm firmly in his corner. He, a great bit of play to set up that He's oh, a battering he's, ram, he? he's, he's so earnest and he works so hard. You just you want the best oh. for him. Look at his little face. Oh, he used to work at KFC, for God's sake. Love the man. Uh, and he worked so hard for that third goal and it was all him it was all, there's no goal there unless he does it and he did a proper strat cry as well like, he, from an assist he like celebrated <laughs> like, like he'd scored and yeah. like, like, like gave his big one to the crowd after the goal as if like that poor Ashley Young was just trotting back like he'd done nothing he was wearing an Everton top like without any kind of a joke or irony he was literally wearing an Everton top when he was like 16 wasn't he yeah. like surely this must somehow be something to him bizarre as it is in this modern age like that there's a video that, evidence of it is that the first time we scored with him on the pitch at Goodison 
Dark Goddison, yeah. Doncaster, wasn't it? Um, that was a way, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It means a lot to him, clearly. His current Everton top is always just annoyingly slightly too big for him, which which needs sorting immediately. It's that bit in The Simpsons, and it's like, I need the biggest seven kit you've got. No, that's too big. Right, we'll leave it there anyway. We'll be back. Uh, well, within seconds for you guys but it's another 15 minutes of the draw goes on uh, for live reaction to that uh, pre- predictions for the draw before we break Mosey who are we getting in the draw uh, I think we will get Newcastle away Ed Chelsea away Matt I'll predict the one I really want which is Borough away because I made a lot of good mates up there over the summer while I was working I really want us to get Borough away. Uh, did Fulham get through? Yep. I'll go Fulham at home. Uh, let's see who's right. Right, the draw is on after... How long have we waited for the draw, Moose? 18 years. <laughs> uh, Everton are number five in the draw. So Middlesbrough, Port Vale, Liverpool, Chelsea, Everton, Fulham, Newcastle, West Ham. Ed, are you excited for the draw? I'm bored. I was clean shaven when we won the game, <laughs> and I have a big beard now. I, I'm I'm apprehensive, but here we go. Number five. Number five. Number five. Right. Here we go. I'm so annoyed at the draw that I wish we'd have got beat. <laughs> we are. We're out first. Everton are out first. Come on, come on, come on. Number six. Yeah. There we go, Fulham, who, who, who have beaten us twice in the last two games at Goodison. Uh, there we go, it's far too late, we're going to end the podcast now. Everton have got Fulham in the quarterfinals, uh, Chelsea are out next, but no one's asked. Uh, happy with that, Moose? Absolutely. Um, the only act there is that you got your prediction right, which is quite frustrating. But um, you know, it's obviously very hard to gauge what sort of teams are getting put out here. But having just watched the highlights of teams like Newcastle and West Ham, who are seemingly taking this very seriously, then I think Fulham at home, absolutely every one of us is is unbelievably happy with. So Port Vale are out now. So what's the other one? Chelsea, Newcastle. Port Vale is going to get them. I mean, Liverpool. Yes. Yeah. 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 If, I, if I know a football, this is Liverpool. Who is it? Yeah. So Liverpool. West, so it's the last one's Liverpool West Ham. Wait, wait, come on. We'll make sure it's waiting now. Oh, Davy Moyes. Liverpool are home to West Ham. Oh, there we go. Uh, we're happy. Um, potential semi final against the Reds. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One game at a time. We'll leave it there. Uh, up the toppies. Speak to you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.